With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, remember, remember the 5th of September. Sadder than Pac-Man dying. A Vanessa would never set foot in a dress barn. Smithsonian Department of Funny Walks. New Year's Math. One of those 5G people. A soft, happy man. These are a few of my Fargo-ish things. Passive-aggressive donkeys. Point, squeeze, gibberish, move on. Two-finger Terry. Nazi coins and show numbers. His name is Super Dale. He sucks. Milo Pigliomolomo. What? Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I know how crazy this is going to sound, but I want to be abducted by aliens. Do-do-do-do-do-do. It's going to be all right, Teddy. I understand now. This is the morning stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. I'm Scott. He's Brian. Hi, Brian. Yes. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm okay. We got... It's the day before the day before uh, <laughs> New Year's Day. Technically, on a holiday week like this, because Thursday is a kind of holiday and Friday is an absolute holiday, this is kind of our hump day for the week. Yeah. This is I, the hump. Yeah. We're on the Tuesday, hump. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy yeah. it. Uh, enjoy the hump, everybody. Uh, take the hump. Enjoy the hump. Yeah. Enjoy the hump. Uh, yeah, it's, it's like uh, a Saturday night at Ibbitt's house. <laughs> we had a we had a conversation last night about what kinds of movies people watch traditionally on New Year's. Kind of like mm-hmm. how you have Christmas movies, <clears throat> some Thanksgiving movies, that sort of thing. Um, I couldn't come up with anything. I don't know what a good New Year's movie is. So, do you have one that jumps into your well, head? Yeah, I mean, there's there's movies that contain. A New Year's event, right? Yeah. Like when Harry met Sally, uh, Four Rooms. We talked about this a little bit, or I brought those up when we were talking about um, uh, instead of watching the ball drop, pick a movie that has yeah. a New Year's Eve countdown or any sort of countdown and make the countdown the time it so that, and and it's easy to do, sure. people. No, like People no, are no. like, oh, it's so difficult to do. You go to Netflix, you scrub to the point of the countdown, look at how much time that is, and then subtract that from midnight and you've got it. Yeah, that start that much time ahead, you're done. It's easy. Exactly. That's yeah. all you have to do. And if it's a minute off, if it's 30 seconds off, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Even if your internet goes weird and you lose a second or two, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. There has to be some sort of... Um, like hacker apocalypse kind of movie where something happens like the terrorists blow something up at midnight on New Year's Eve or the the hackers hack into something at midnight on New Year's Eve when everybody is, is strange days am I oh strange is days that what is, I'm remembering? Yeah. no strange days is That's, uh 99 rolls over to 2000 in strange days yeah does it okay and there's like a can't like the actual countdown something happens mm-hmm. that they yeah well I they think wait uh, to hit the enter key <laughs> Oh, V for Vendetta. Is oh, yeah, that, V is for Vendetta is a good one, yeah. That, on New Year's Eve, or is that, uh, uh, remember, remember, the 5th of November? <laughs> remember, remember, the 1st of January. September. Um, <laughs> I don't remember how that works, but I know that, so in Strange Days, if memory serves, I loved that movie at the time, but it came out in like 97 or something, and it was only set mm-hmm. like two years away. And the, and the two years away was like this fantastic future of like, 
weird brain drugs that were digital and and mm-hmm. like it was very cyberpunky futury thing but they only made the movie 2 years previous to the date that they were setting it <laughs> right and it just didn't work in that way but yeah, it was there was you some need kind of rollover. further in the future kind of stuff to yeah. make it and there was some rollover i don't think the rollover was a big deal in the movie though it was just like maybe there was a terrorist attack or something something like that yeah uh also let me ask you a question we don't have all the details yet okay we don't know all the details about what's going on with this guy but there's that dude in nashville and he's got he's got a camper trailer rv thing Mm -hmm. and he's in it and i don't know if they found like full manifesto of this dude yet or any of that because i haven't looked today but but all i know is he blows this thing up and right before it explodes and it only kills him, by the way. And it was meant to be a sort of a suicide moment for him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, lucky, though, because that thing blasted half that neighborhood away. I don't, I don't know how people survived. God, I know. Yeah. Um, so awful and terrible and all that. But my question is, do you have any idea why he was playing? Like, do you have any inside information as a music lover yourself and, and kind of a scholar, I think, of the medium? Mm-hmm. Do you know why he's playing downtown by what's her name? Before that thing and blaring Petula it outside, Clark? yeah, because he was he he had a Petula Clark song downtown was playing out. He was blaring it outside of the RV for all to hear when that thing exploded. I can't God, figure that's out. That's really weird. I mean, yeah. the lyrics are, you know, you're you've got troubles, you get away from it by going downtown. Yeah, I guess but, so. Uh, You're like a downtown. That's where the people go when they gotta go yeah. to get away from the thing or yeah. whatever. Ever goes. Uh, life isn't. You can always go downtown. Oh right, he was uh, he was going after. Okay, there were further details. At least the theory right now is that he was going after the AT and T building that was across the street, mm-hmm. and it was this big suicide bomb to eliminate AT and T because they have a five G network and the five G network is tracking. Is causing oh gotcha whatever. I thought it was turning the frogs gay or something okay he's one of those five G people so yep yep five uh, G gives you the COVID so. look everywhere there's five G networks there's COVID <laughs> no five G in Antarctica oh coincidence uh-huh. correlation causation I get it that's what happened you know but um, he so uh, I mean there's probably no sense of, there's no there's no way to make sense of a senseless act like that because obviously yeah, the course. dude was wackadoo. Yeah, that was such a hard right turn from from New Year's Eve movies. I was like, uh, I finally had a list in front of me of some good New Year's Eve movies, and mm-hmm. we took that hard right turn. Yeah, we're in a very different part of the neighborhood now. We're not talking about yeah. those movies at all. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, if anyone yeah. has any good uh, uh, the New Year's movies to recommend, let us know because uh, Poseidon. It's funny this list that um, who sent it? J.K. Grammer. From thatmomentin.com has a list of great New Year's Eve movies to start your countdown. Countdown. Countdown? <laughs> At least I didn't say the other Ooh, thing. Yeah. Um, close. Here's the best part of it is that their very first movie is Poseidon, uh, which they misspell <laughs> okay. with a simple, a simple uh, search would have turned up the correct way to spell Poseidon. So wait a minute, Poseidon the, is that the one where the building catches on fire, or is it? No, oh, that's the Towering Inferno. The Poseidon oh. Adventure is where the the, the ship uh, flips upside down. That's right. Capsizes. Okay. No, you're right. It's okay. Almost, it's almost a cheat a moment there, Scott. Yeah, it was a little bit. Poseidon, like water, right? Like the water god. Yes, yeah. it's the right. Exactly. Should have yeah. thought of that. They don't name buildings after the Poseidon the... Tower. <laughs> no, the water. The tower is sinking into the ocean. <laughs> 
Neither of those films <laughs> have been film sacked. We need to Our rectify that. Our skyscrapers capsized. Of those Wait, we two, haven't done, uh, we haven't done either one of those. We should do that. Didn't we do the original Poseidon Adventure? No? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. Uh, let okay. me check. I'm going to check now. Now you're making me question myself. You know, uh, Poseidon Adventure, uh, that year, yeah. did win an Oscar for best song. Do you remember what the song was from the Poseidon, Poseidon Adventure? Adventure? I'm drowning, reach out your hand. <laughs> I have no idea. What was it? Uh, there's got to be a morning after. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, well, uh, confirmation, no Poseidon Adventure. What was the other one? Okay. Towering Inferno. Towering yeah, no, Inferno. No, Towering Inferno, Inferno, we've got to see. That's, that's, I mean, neither both of those, those neither of those have been done. Both of those should be done. We should do both of those. For sure, for sure. No L. Oh, I guess both. it also won for best visual effects. Uh, oh. In the Oscars. Was the, uh, got to be a morning after, was that played in the credits? Or was that? It was the, played during the, I think it was, it was playing in the ballroom right before the, ship capsized yeah and then i think they replayed it during the credits i think maybe back then when all we had was the prevention pill for pregnancy the song was saying <laughs> one day there'll be a morning after pill but they can't yeah. do it it doesn't it stands it very well so you have right. to yeah no there's and, and uh and it's really hard to find words that rhyme with pill so hard <laughs> difficult like you can't i know even... what do you have bill uh yeah kill God, we, there's so many uh 70s disaster films we haven't we need to watch airport like the original airport that airplane was a uh send up of earthquake yeah towering inferno yeah i agree why why have we been avoiding 70s disaster films i don't know we because every every time look every time we try to sneak in a christmas prince we should stop all the presses and say wait a minute we haven't done half a dozen freaking 70s disaster films stop giving roller coaster meteor yeah, Meteor's good. Concord. Oh, I guess that was the Airport 79. We did Killer Bees or whatever that was called. Yeah. Uh, that was cool. That made no, this is a great. This is a great. I love I loved talking uh, FilmSec on TMS. Oh, yeah. You know it's what? A, it's, it's great. It's promotion. Yeah, we're going to talk about TMS on FilmSec, so don't worry about it, everybody. It'll be fine. <laughs> just, to, just to provide balance on the force. Yep. Okay. All right. I got a dream. I think maybe it's, a, it's maybe time for me to kind of take over uh, managing. Yeah. Can you uh, get that list and, uh, you know, yeah, just yeah, uh, yeah. not saying, wrestle, you know, wrestle just... control or else we're going to watch Christmas Prince Part 2. Yeah, we're not. No. No. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. I will literally lay down my life before I watch <laughs> Christmas Prince Two. I was I promise deep. I won't. I promise I will make us watch Crossroads with Britney Spears. Okay, I thank you. I know you want to, but thank you. I really want to. I know it's going to be horrible. I feel like it's going to be, but people said it's so horrible that yeah, there's uh, a certain horrible threshold that it crosses. I, I think that uh, we get in trouble. Uh, Brian, I got a dream. Yeah. You need to help me determine what the heck it means because you were in it. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Lay it on me. Brian Lay was on in me, my brother. most recent dream. I have weird dreams. This is one that featured one Brian Ibbett. So here's your role in said dream. In this dream, uh, you and I had this job. And for some reason, you were like in charge of it. Because if I screwed up, uh, you would like yell at me in the in this dream. Which is, <laughs> okay. which is weird because I've never heard Brian yell at anyone before. No. Uh, anyone like I can't think of a time I've ever heard you yell at anyone the closest I think you've ever gotten is just telling a story about something that irritated you like yeah uh, I've I've yelled about people yeah but it does take a lot for me to get so ticked off yeah it's that's rare that I want to that I want to yell at somebody right Uh you're a you're a a soft happy man is what you are 
<laughs> um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't hopefully, know. hopefully not soft when I'm happy. <laughs> oh man! Just remember that next time you see Brian, he looks happy. All right, just remember <laughs> that. So anyway, uh, in this dream, we had to cut apples in half, <laughs> and they were all the apples. There were tons of them, so it felt like all the apples ever. And Is this, in this another uh, conveyor belt? Uh, no, Lucy, that's interesting you say that. Situation? That's okay. interesting you say that because in the dream, it was almost like I, in the dream, was looking for that kind of production again because in my dream, it was almost like subconsciously dream, like double double subconscious. I was watching for a follow-up to the previous dream, which very much was like that I Love Lucy chocolate thing. But right, this was okay. not that. It was just a table with a giant pile of apples over here that just seemed uh-huh. unending. And then over here were the apples that we had cut or sliced okay, and then stacked neatly. And then you and I had knives. We would take an apple and we would slice it right down the middle. And if it was off by even a millimeter, you would go off. You would just be pissed. (laughs) Just pissed. You were like, what Oh, I love it. Okay, yes. We can't can't use that one. Throw that one out. We can't use that apple. And I would have to throw it out. And then... We had to count every seed that we saw during the process. So when you'd cut it, <laughs> you'd have to look at both sides of the slice and say, all right, one, two, three, four. Okay, this has four total seeds. Write that down. Be like a ledger kind of thing. Wow. And the sad thing is when you cut an apple in half, you're not seeing, you're only seeing the seeds that are uh, that are at the surface of the half. Right. You don't see the deep ones. Right, yeah. right. That's exactly right. Seems so, to go all the way around the core, people. That's what I was thinking during the dream, but it was seemed to be enough for you as taskmaster of apple cutting. You seem to be okay with just a visual count of the halves. And so we did that, and we okay. were as careful as we could be because I it probably, would incur your wrath. I probably wrath. wrote an Excel formula to calculate the number of seeds in the apple based on how many were visible at the half. That's probably true. I think yeah. that's a good theory. So here's, but okay. but furthermore, what do you mm-hmm. think that? What is that? Because that's all the dream was, just that nonstop till I woke up. What do all you right. think that um, means? Have you been having a hard time keeping your AirPods together? <laughs> like your your Apple AirPods are getting split, and you're losing one. Oh, okay, you've got them together. Okay. So I'm right here, and they're actually together. However, that's funny <laughs> you say this because yesterday. <laughs> I was remarking multiple times when I went to use them, why is the left ear at 86% charge right. and the, and the right ear is at like 90-something oh. that's not balanced, and why is one lower than the other, and is it just because I've had them for long enough and you know batteries don't last forever and all that sort of thing? I didn't know. Jeez. I get them where it's like the left one is 9%, oh, and then the right one is 100%, and as I'm listening to something, bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> I get that noise. And I have to put one of them in the charger while I'm listening with the other one, and it drives me nuts. It's the saddest sound. I hate it. That bloop, sound. Bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, hey, can we make something that sounds like Pac-Man dying, but yeah. even sadder? Yeah. It's better than my over-the-ear ones I got from Gar- not Garmin. Uh, I forgot the name of it. But anyway, they're, oh, they're is, great. Is it one that would say, battery almost depleted. Yes. Battery right. almost depleted. Right in the middle of a really important <laughs> podcast thing I'm listening to. It, it dims the sound of the podcast, so I'm not actually hearing it very well. And, that, and the voice comes in and has to give me two full sentences. Just make a little beep or something. Tell me it's going down. Like, what the hell? Anyway, <laughs> the point is, maybe, because I was thinking about this. So you're not that wrong about uneven. I had an uneven experience with these. Or at least yeah. I had a paranoid feeling of like, 
Why is one 20% less than the other one? That doesn't make sense. They both charged overnight. And they're both fresh this morning. Like right now, I bet if I checked them, they'd have some difference. And that annoys me. Yeah. So there's no balance in that force, in that particular force. Other okay. than that, I don't know what to point to for this. There's nothing that you're, you're never like this. This isn't you at no, all. Okay. No. And somebody asked if I'm the type who gets, um, who gets quiet when they get angry. And I'm like, no, God, those are, I feel like the quiet, the, the simmering waiting for the pot to explode is worse than the, than the just, you know, when you get, oh, yeah. you know, let it out right away. Yeah. I'm kind of the, um, I talk it out as it's happening, uh, to keep from being the blow up or the, or the zero to 60. Oh Yeah. Same. Uh, I have to do that too. If I don't, I can't. Pull the mask over your nose. What's the matter with you? Is your breath that bad that you can't have your nose and your mouth in the same container in the same mask? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm trying to think of a recent experience. (laughs) What I'm demonstrating. My my wife, my wife can fully compartmentalize stuff and and put it away for now sort of stuff. She can do that. I can't do that. I have to talk about it right now. Like if we're going to have an issue anybody with me i have to this is right now like what are we waiting for there's no reason to wait unless you know people have knives and we're ready to cut each other's throats or something but for the most part i'm just like no 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 now's the time let's do it so somebody's being very passive aggressive like some family member or something like a you know cousin or an uncle or something like that i can't just go okay and let it go i have to go okay hold on a minute well, wait a minute. What did you? How? What? Meh. Like I have to. I have to do it right then. And that has its problems. That has its foibles. I admit. Yeah. I can get in trouble yeah. there. But I. It's still just. I can't. I hate tucking stuff away and not dealing with it. I hate it. Absolutely. Yeah. We. You know. You. You've got a sister who's. Uh, who who's a therapist who'd be who'd say, "Don't do that. Don't bottle it in." Yeah. And also, passive aggressiveness is for is for donkeys. It's awful. Like I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> like I had this guy the other day, I, I I put some said something on Twitter, and his response was, yeah. "Why?" As if he doesn't, he doesn't want to do any of the work to understand why I'm saying a thing. So wait, wait, his response to something you said on Twitter was just simply why? Just simply why? And I wrote back and I go, "I'm not playing that game because I know yeah. what he's doing. And he's being passive aggressive." And ha- here's how I know why? it because his reply to that yeah. was. <laughs> Um, well, it was just a simple question, but oh well. Like, <laughs> you're doing it, dude. You did it again. Exactly. Yes. It was. St- oh, I'm sorry. I offended you with my request. Yep. My question. Where's the mute yeah. button? Beep, 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 beep. Mute, mute, exactly. mute, mute, mute. Exactly. So, anyway, that guy can eat a poo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's as angry as we get. That's as angry as we get, you guys. Eat a poo, yeah. and then we move on. Um, all right, we got a well. If you guys have thoughts about that dream, let us know because we have no idea. Um, I bring up Fargo a lot on the show. I know that. I know it's a problem. Um, we're getting emails about it. Some people are watching <laughs> well, it. That's now the first step. You've completed the first step. Yeah, stage one <laughs> denial or whatever. Uh, now we move on to anger or whatever. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, multiple people writing in saying, "Hey, I'm watching it because I'm sick of hearing you say all these great things, and now I got to find it for myself." For the most part, everyone's come back with, oh my gosh, this is great. I can't believe I waited so long. And then they want to like talk about little bits and pieces. And I'm loving it. Loving it, you guys. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. But here's this email we got from Thomas from Missouri, who says this. Hello, Scott and Brian. So after Scott's persistent recommendation, I've started watching Fargo. At this point, I'm done with seasons one and two. And I have some questions. First, first, 
Does them saying it's a true story uh, when it is not bother you? No, that's the fun. The show was the movie did this. Yeah, they all do the it. The movie did it exactly, and and the movie was quick to to kind of um, and they, and they even say it in a joking way, right? Like right. at right. the request uh, of the of survivors, the survivors, uh, the everything else is changed. told exactly as it occurred or whatever, yeah. like all that stuff. I mean, like yeah, exactly. they, it is never meant to be serious. Now I understand if you're coming to it raw and fresh, you may not know the tone yet so you don't that's not going to land on you the way you may think it will but like season three for example they fade out the true when they show it so it goes this is a true oh, story they, yeah that's and right then the and true fades true. out and it just says this is a story mm-hmm. i don't know if that was to help people get over the hump or what the deal was but but yeah like that does not bother me at yeah, all doesn't He's, bother me either yeah yep. says it bothers him but keep watching you'll be fine and make sure you watch the movie you guys you gotta understand where all this comes from anyway yeah uh, he says, "Not a bad, or not. I see, not a lot, but I guess I don't see the point of claiming something is true when it isn't. Also, season two isn't about the events in the past uh, that kind of lead to season one. Uh, does the fact that we know certain characters are safe and aren't going to die take away from the uncertainty? No, not at all. Mm, no. What that adds to me is, oh no, uh, is Anakin Skywalker going to die in that pod race? <laughs> oh no, I can't watch." <laughs> I mean, you know, the quality of the prequels notwithstanding, Brian makes a good right. point. Oh, no. Is Indiana Jones going to die in that uh, from drinking the poison? Short round, save him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's See, that's an interesting example because growing up, I thought it was a sequel to Raiders, not a prequel. I didn't know. It's a prequel, I, yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, so he goes on to say, yeah. uh, he says, I guess it didn't really bother me while I was watching, but afterwards I kind of wondered about it. And not to spoil things, but okay, we it's been five years, so I'm going to go ahead and tell this. And it's not much of a spoiler because they never they never explain it, and that's an important part of this, which I'll get to in a second. It's one of the one of the little bits of magic about the show. Mm-hmm. He says, "So it's been five years since it came out. Can we discuss the UFOs? What was the point of the UFOs? Do you know? Because I don't have a clue. Mm. I mean, talk about a chick in the bucket. Uh, but anyway, as I said, I'm enjoying the show. It's really good. Love the show, though. Thomas from Missouri. All right, so let's just talk about that real fast." Yeah, the show and the movies they mm -hmm. all have a thing sometimes it's fantastical sometimes it's small but they all do this thing where there is an inexplicable thing either a thread or a moment that happens with no explanation they do this all the time in the first movie or in the movie it was Mm -hmm. her going back to meet that dude she knew in high school the, the Asian guy (laughs) <laughs> got a little Arby's on you. Yeah, uh, that guy. Oh, that Margie. Oh, Margie. Oh. <laughs> and that was but a little more. A, that was a little more grounded, right? Like it's just a. Yeah, it's not terribly supernatural or fantastical. No, okay. but it's but it's this moment of like discordance and like what the heck are we doing? And yeah. then they move on as if nothing happened. And like, and then you question yourself. Well, why was that there? That's mm-hmm. on purpose. That stuff. Season one did it mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. those fish. They never explained the fish. Although there is kind of an explanation for those fish. I go back and watch season one again to remind myself of the fish. Right. The fish, the fish, that's, but that's your season one moment. Season okay. two, the UFOs, mm-hmm. uh, which I loved it because it just completely just like, what the frick are you doing? Like, I mm-hmm. love it. And then three, uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Let me think about three for a second. Um, there's something in three. What is it? My brain just went dead. There's a three. There's a third season thing like this. Oh, uh, hmm. poop! All right. Well, I don't remember what it is, but uh, Would the fourth one be the hotel. For season four, be the the sisters' hotel. No. Yes, the guy. But he. Uh, here's the thing about four. I'm watching a game with Kim. 
that yeah. dude, that like zombie dude or whatever. Yeah. He yeah. shows up like three or four times in the season, but you don't notice it right away. He's in the background oh, on the really? street at one point on C- on episode one. You see that guy. Really? Okay. Yeah. So he's that in that show. No explanation. Okay. No idea what's going on there. Huh. So it's, it's meant to do that to you. It's meant to make you feel a little flummoxed. Yeah, it's like a pulling not not quite a pulling the rug out from underneath you, but uh, certainly certainly shaking your your aquarium. Yes, <laughs> while you're. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a great way to say that. Shaking your yeah. aquarium. Because <laughs> you know a fish doesn't like that. If there's no way a no, fish exactly. is into it, exactly. Yeah, it disorients it. I'm sure. And... Yeah, but I'm really really uh, uh, happy that you're watching all this, and uh, you should continue on. I might have um, to go back. Might have to go back. Yeah, I just love it so much. All right. Uh, finally, we got a <laughs> who, who asks in, in chat what show is Scott talking about? Like, is, is, is the it answer Dice ever Tomato? Not? It's probably Dice Tomato, isn't it? No, oh. it's Claire. It's Claire Gack. Oh, Claire Gack. Listen, Claire, yeah. we're talking about my favorite show, Targo. Don't you know? Trivia question: What show is Scott talking about? Hmm, yeah. What could it be? If you say what movie, it's Mad Max. Yeah, exactly. If right. you're saying what show, <laughs> it's Fargo. Um, all right. I got an email exactly. from Thomas in Missouri again. Uh, this is another important point he makes. About Nazi coins and show numbers. <laughs> okay. So he's really into he's really into getting to us uh, today. It says hi Scott and Brian on yesterday's TMS. Scott was discussing what happens in the year that corresponds with the current episode number. We're talking about mm-hmm. future years. Like when we right we for a while we were talking about oh these are the movies that came out this year and how cool it was and then we started doing all right this is the next year what's going to happen next year and then the future yeah right. and like seven just, episodes yeah, it just got people caught up there yeah there you go you did it. <laughs> But it, by se- yeah. but like seven episodes from now, we'll be doing 2049, so we'll be Blade Runner oh, sequel time, go. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, anyway, he says, uh, found this story about a Nazi coin that was found with the year 2039 on it. That might be weird enough for TMS. Here's the story. And then he sent mm-hmm. me the story about it. So, boy, there's nothing that will make conspiracy theorists go more crazy than a coin from the Nazi era. It's got every, it ticks every box, doesn't yeah. it? Like. Nazis, future. Uh, <laughs> yep. Hellboy. Hellboy's a, coming. Illuminati symbol on the back of the coin by chance, yep. or. Uh, yep. This is all just long-term trolling, and uh, the and, and, I, and I kind of love it. I kind of love it because people are such freaking suckers uh, for this sort of stuff, and and then I kind of hate it because they're suckers in a way that makes me sad for humanity. But uh, you know, like a misprint. Like okay, like in season three of Fargo, the the misprint for the for the stamp. Do you remember the whole stamp sub story? Do you remember that? The um right the uh, well they need one cent stamps every time the price goes up. Nope, that's the movie. This one's different. Oh, that's you're talking about the you weren't talking about the movie. You're talking about which season? First three, uh, season three. So Emmett's got that stamp. Three. No, I don't remember. I remember season four because I just watched it, <laughs> and I remember Ewan McGregor and VM Varga uh-huh. and uh, Mary Louise Catherine Gallagher. <laughs> Simpson, <laughs> and I remember uh, Fat Damon, and uh, that was season Kirsten. two. Yeah, I know, I yeah. know. That's like those are th- these are the things I remember. It's <laughs> <laughs> good though. It's good yeah. to remember. So I don't, things. I don't remember the uh, the stamp sub story. Oh no, it was the it was the uh, the airplane, the misprint airplane stamp. He had the famous one. Yeah, the one that was yeah. two cents, but it was the two was reversed. Oh, and okay. It wasn't the airplane printed upside down stamp, the famous one. No, but it was. This was their kind of version of that. Yeah. And yeah. there's a subtle reference there to the film because in the film, Marge's wife had, uh, was doing the two cent stamp. 
March's uh, husband was, yeah. Yeah, which he was an artist, and then he was so excited about doing a stamp for the U.S. Postage. <laughs> and then there's another connection there in the early on where they, they bring up that Stan, what's his name, from the movie that's like the investments expert that uh, <laughs> that Wade goes to to get advice before he gets into business with uh, right. Mr. Lundergaard. Anyway, it's just so good. It's all tied together, you guys. Just get in there. Get in there. All right. <laughs> Ryan, we have to see if I can make you derail every news story that we talk about in the news segment to a to a Fargo connection. Oh, we're screwed. It'll happen. Too. <laughs> uh, it's so fresh in my mind. All right, here is the news. I don't watch the news. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by the Boop Show. Happens today. Catch the podcast or check it live at frogpants.tv at three thirty p.m. Mountain Time. It's the only time zone that matters, you know. Indie games coverage from Scott Johnson and Brian Dunaway today. That's right. We got Monster Sanctuary. Amazing new game we mm. discovered that we can't wait to tell everybody about. I think there's a tiny, cool. a tiny boy person at my door because the door won't open, but he's pulling the a thing. Tiny boy person babysitting the boy today. Anyway, oh nice. <clears throat> yeah, it's always good to have him. Wants to come in and squeeze your uh, spongy microphone cover. Oh, he loves it. Loves he it. He does love it. First yeah. thing, points at it, wants to squeeze it, says some gibberish, yep. moves on. It's like... If you <laughs> if you ask him how to what a cat says now, he goes, uh, meow. Like that. It's <laughs> really good. Some cats do. Some Gotta cats say do. It like that. Some cats yeah. do. Some cats do. Uh, all right. Let's see. This first story is about paragliding Santa Claus. We're just over the hump for Christmas, so why not tell this story? Paragliding Santa Claus rescued after getting caught in the power lines in California. Oh, hmm. don't worry, kids. He's okay. Man, yeah, that's a jeez. Uh-huh. <laughs> that could have turned really bad. Yep. for for both Santa and all the kids watching. Could have cooked the poor man. Uh, mm-hmm. A paraglider dressed as Santa Claus, so not the actual Santa Claus. Kids was rescued after being caught in power lines in Rio Linda. Uh, California on Sunday, uh, the Santa, although it says Tessanta, it's a T-E. Like, that's the obvious. Tessanta, yes. Tessanta was removed. CBS News. I know. CBSNews.com. Tessanta. We live in a world with no editors. What a horrible time. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it was removed safely from the power lines after being trapped for over an hour According to the Sacramento Metropolitan Fire District, the Sacramento Fire Department tweeted photos and video of the rescue itself. I thought I would share some of this real quick here uh, with the chat room. This is one reason you want to be here live. Sometimes we show stuff on screen. And uh, there it is. It's a really boring video, by the way. It's uh, it's it's the same photo you're looking at, but a person walks uh, around one of the fire trucks. Oh, that is boring. (laughs) <laughs> there's no it's not like there's a close-up i'm curious if the guy kept his uh beard on the whole time like if he <laughs> if he stayed in character he made oh. a he made a, a a tourniquet out of it or something i don't know what you'd do it's, that's right exactly i think i would i would uh, question my desire to uh you know be in the air as santa claus maybe maybe take it down a notch and just work on yeah the ground. i feel like that's got to be something you learn on day two of paragliding class mm-hmm. is um how to avoid power lines yeah yeah why wouldn't you do that we had a guy yeah. here i think we talked about him years ago he's famous for his name is super dale <laughs> anyway he sucks <laughs> he's, he's this guy I love that. That, that, that's the best that's he's, the best he's this guy and locals as soon as I said that locals are going to know who I'm talking about it's this guy that started this computer you know he made personal computers for people in the 90s uh, called 
totally awesome computers. I'm not kidding. Oh God, I'm already hating this guy. It's, and he's the biggest, like loudest, like alpha nerd. I don't know how else to explain him. He's just really obnoxious and in your face. And his commercials were always totally awesome. Computers got you covered with a 500 megabyte hard drive and bam, 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 like Voodoo Two cards. What? Come get him! Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> so there's this whole thing about his commercials, and they were terrible, and everyone hated him. But he made a lot of money. Did really well here locally. Yeah. Turns out leaning into being annoying is actually good business, or it can be. That's so he a, did all that's that. A bummer. You don't want that person to get rewarded. Yes. And then a company called PC Laptops, which had a whole similar vibe. They made computers, mostly laptops. They've merged with them or kind of bought out totally awesome. And then this guy, Superdale, just bought a gigantic mount mansion house in Draper and disappeared. Until one day... He's at the point of the mountain where a lot of people leap off of there with their paragliding stuff. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. they can just float down to wherever. He does this. And while he's doing it, he runs into an endangered species uh, version of of the of an eagle. Not an American eagle, like the stereotypic one, but a kind of eagle. Mm -hmm. And okay. they are... Like not a bald eagle, but like just like a golden eagle. Or yeah, or something like that. And they're extremely rare and on the list. Yeah. And you can't mess with them and all that. He sees this thing. And it's kind of flying in tandem with him. So he decides to kind of scoot, you know, fly closer to it and then kicks the shit out of the damn bird. Seriously? Yeah, just kicks this bird and laughs the whole time. Uh, got in huge trouble for it. Uh, so there you go. Anyway. Yeah, so he's also, so is he Super Dale and Super Dell? Like I see them using the term Super Dell. I think Super it's. Super Del Shans. Yeah, that's him. Del Shanzi, D E L L. Not yeah, Dale. The Super um, Dale apparently Osborne in October guy. he was charged with brandishing the gun during an altercation between him and a group of Draper residents. Yep, that's another time we've heard about <laughs> good old Super. Former Dale. computer self-proclaimed uh, self gun rights activist and computer store magnet. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Uh, by the way, so here's here's a fun thing for you, Brian. I'll put it in Discord. Okay. Uh, this is okay. It's not working. Why? Well, what's the problem here? Discord. Okay, there we go. That's him in the 90s. Oh, and I'll put it up for the yeah. I know, I know. You just see him and go, ugh. Okay, so that's Super Dale. Dell. Yeah. Super <clears throat> I was I was in an airplane back from Co uh, not Costco. <laughs> I fly to Costco. No. Um, well, well, some folks drive. <laughs> uh, uh, from, um, what was it called? Oh, Comdex before it ended back in Vegas back in the day. Okay. So this is like uh, 2002 or something. And we went to Comdex that year, me and this guy named John, and we were in the plane, and we hear some arguing at the front of the line before we got in. And we're like, what is, who's arguing? What's going on? It was somebody who wanted to get on the plane, demanded they had a ticket, but they didn't have the ticket with them, and this big old fight was breaking out. We get on the plane, we don't think anything more of it. It was Super Dale fighting over whether his ticket was accurate or some weird thing, and he ended up talking the lady into it, and was now sitting in the front of the plane, and then that dude would not effing shut up. Just... The whole flight really? home. Yeah, it wasn't. It was just Vegas, so like what an hour and a half or something. But not, yeah. so it wasn't that big a deal. But he's yelling. But you talking. could hear him from where you were. Yes, it was like halfway through the plane, and I could hear him. And then at one point, he gets up and he goes, "Hey, for the rest of the ride, we should all have a game. Let's play a game. Who wants to play a game?" And nobody's responding. I'm like, "Dale, Dell, <laughs> sit down, dude." Uh. He was an a hole. Still is, apparently. Wow. Yeah, apparently still is. Yeah. Somebody who uh, craves the attention, craves the spotlight. Yeah, he loves it. He ate it up, that guy. Somebody needs to whap him upside the head with a can of Twisted Tea is what yeah. they need to do. There you have it. So, yes, I was thinking of Super Dale Osborne, uh, Super <laughs> who was played by 
Uh, the guy who just died. Oh, uh, I know. What's yeah. his name? Yeah, they're still they're uh, they're filming the next season of Curb Your Enthusiasm during the pandemic. Oh, that's and it's going to reference the pandemic. That's great. I can't think of anything that Larry David would complain about in 2020. It feels like. <laughs> I think that they're going to play up the fact that it's a year where people have to avoid each other and he's going to love yes. it. He's, he's going to love that's it. Great. Exactly. Oh my gosh, yeah. dude. I can't wait. That's great. I know. Me too. Uh, the only show I've seen where the pandemic was part of the storyline throughout a season was that Superstore show I recommended. They did this mm. entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh pandemic affected and it was great because because they're basically playing a, a fake chain that's like Walmart or Target they mm-hmm. had storylines like everyone's hoarding toilet paper and we gotta hide sure. the stash on the ceiling and uh, this the lady the Karen lady came in and you know all that stuff they get to play with it's pretty great yeah uh, what the, there's um there was another one uh, this is us I think Tina watches that and she said that they also did uh, pandemic storylines is that the one um, with I uh, guess Grey's Anatomy uh, a dude from Heroes on it. Uh, who am I thinking of? Uh, oh. Yes, yes. Uh, Milo right. Pigliano the, um, or P- Milo Ventimiglia. There. Yes, he's on it with Mandy Moore. It's not Milo Pigliano. I had that wrong. Is it's what you're saying? Milo Pigliano. <laughs> <laughs> Milo Pigliano. Oh yeah, Mandy Moore. Okay, yeah. I thought this was off the air. Well, no, good, good on them, I it's, guess. I think it's like NBC's biggest drama right now. Is it? I think it's, uh, yeah. All right. I don't really get into yeah, these network I don't, shows. Uh, I watched uh, some of the first season with Tina. I said, hey, guess what? You can watch the rest of this on your own. Yeah, not really my jam. But uh, she did just catch up on the first two seasons of Cobra Kai in a hurry so that we can watch season three together. And she loves it. That starts soon, right? So season three, I think, came out this week. It might, you know, I oh. think it either just came out or comes out later this week but. wow all right dice tomato says gray's anatomy okay hold on i just want to i just want to make sure i have this right so gray's anatomy is dealing with with covid yeah dice tomato watches gray's anatomy am i hearing that right wow dice tomato yeah, that, that surprises me yeah i don't i don't know you at all <laughs> who are you that's amazing that's great stuff to yeah. learn all right. For some reason, the tab is all black for me. There we go. Your uh, <laughs> very weird. Your ability to complain about things, your power is diminishing, Dice Tomato, because right. you're a fan of Grey's Anatomy. Yep, you've done it now, buddy. All right. Here's a story about uh, you know PlayStation. There, they have their it's video <laughs> games and stuff. Are you familiar with them? It's, it's my it's my annual. Let's go to Best Buy. Refresh the page. Nope, still sold out. Yeah, all right, we're done. Okay. Kind of hard to get them right now. If uh, man, Xboxes and Playstations are easily this year's most scarce. Well, that's not true. The the switches RTX... for a while were really hard to come by too. Oh yeah, earlier in the year. I they think were they're back bad. to they're back to being plenty yeah, available. I think so. But the um, the other hard thing now is uh, GeForce uh, oh, RTX 3080s yeah. are really cards. hard to get. Oh man, really hard. Good luck everybody getting those. You're not going to get one until 2021, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, PlayStation Productions, which is kind of their little film side of uh, which mm-hmm. we haven't seen a whole lot from yet, has no. three movies and seven television shows in the works. Ooh, that's cool! What did they? They did a uh, an adaptation of some comic book thing. Was it Powers? Oh yeah, right. Powers. Powers. Early right. on, right? Yeah. Yep. That I, I that. think that I heard was just horrible. It was bad. 
Um, was it an, it was animated or was it live? It was animated, right? Live action, I think. It was okay. live action. I could okay. be wrong. Hold on a second. Powers TV show. Who killed? Oh God! What was the big spray painted thing from that? Um, oh, that was five years ago. If you can believe that. Wow. Um, let's see. I loved the comic book. God, the comic book was so good, and so the art was just so simple and. Uh, Oh yeah, this had okay. It was that Charlotte Copley retro dude. girl. Yes, thank you, Talia. Yep. Char- Charlotte Copley, Copley, Eddie Izzard was in it. There's a bunch of mm. people. Uh, oh, he's a, uh, he wants uh, she and her now. By the way, have you heard that? Have you read that? Eddie Izzard wants to. Be, oh, okay. Wants to be called she and her. Yeah, but also I think okay. he changed Eddie to something, or I guess she did. I, I don't know what I don't know what they changed it to. Harold Edwina. I mean, what would you do if you were going to change? If I was an Eddie and I wanted to, let's say tomorrow you wanted female. to change your pronouns and you were like, "I want to be her, she." What? What does yeah. Brian? How I did mean, we get Brianna? Brianna is the obvious one. Okay. I just switched to Brianna. It's not a not a big deal. What if I want to? Although, call do you- I do I take the opportunity to like go with a name I've always always you know wanted? <laughs> oh, I, I see. Just pick a new name. Like, do I go Vanessa or um, yeah. uh, or uh, Jessica or? Uh, how about yeah. Barbarella Ibbett? Barbarella, there we go. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yep, there we go. You can show us your boobs. <laughs> um, let's see. <laughs> Is it now thirty bucks at the courthouse? Oh, that's fifty bucks at the courthouse. Nice to <laughs> yeah, it's fifty now. Seventy-five, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, the, the point is they're going to do some new stuff, so we finally get to see what they're maybe capable of. They're going to be translations of game franchises in some way or another. They have ten total mm-hmm. projects in the work, and uh, so, like I said, seven of those are TV shows, three are movies. This was revealed to a media post by CEO of Sony Pictures, Tony Vincuera, I believe is how you say it. Vincuera. Of these projects, we know that the Uncharted movie is in post-production, so that's a thing. Uh, HBO is also developing a show based off The Last of Us. We know about that one. Uh And uh, it it is unclear if the Metal Gear Solid movie, which is set to star Oscar Isaac, is included in that number or not. Um, Actually, weirdly excited to see how that turns out. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, but it's not a Sony thing though. Like that's that's freaking the Konami. I don't know why that that one would count, but maybe I don't know. Oh right. I mean, is Sony. The Alan Wake is uh, who did Alan Wake? Because maybe an adaptation of that would be kind of cool. That's Xbox, I think. Xbox. Um, okay, well, never mind that. Hold at all. on. Who's the? Yeah, <laughs> Laura for real really wants to know what your girl name is. Listen, I pick Vanessa because Vanessa's eat at restaurants with tablecloths. That's just <laughs> bottom line. <laughs> Wait, bottom why, line why? vanessa's what? eat at restaurants with tablecloths why is that well i'm super vanessa's <laughs> don't drink beer they only drink clear liquors jeez uh, this is great yeah vanessa's uh uh what else what else do we know about vanessa's um, how do vanessa's get their cars clean Does, do they pay someone to detail it or do they drive through one of uh, the vanessa never would set foot in a dress barn only new york and company oh man i don't know any <laughs> vanessa's i need to check this out you need to know some Vanessas is the deal. Yes. Do you know a lot of Vanessas? I don't know any. I mean, other than the Vanessas uh, stacked Vanessa in the chat room and uh, and that Vanessa uh, that took center the stack stage. Vanessa says, "I'm going to let you know you're way off." <laughs> All right, stack Vanessa. Come on, give me other, give me other Vanessas. Uh, like, what will what would a Vanessa do or not do? The rules of Vanessas. Interesting. Vanessas don't own cars; they have drivers. Thank you, Houdini. Seven. Okay. Well, All right. uh, we've got we've got a thing happening here. I like this. This is good. Well, while they're coming up with those, what would be your girl name? Like if you had to Oh jeez. Um I've never thought of this before. 
Something with a T for some reason. Start with a T. Hmm. Okay. Like not Tabitha or like I don't I don't know. I can't think of anything good. No, not <laughs> Scottette. That's lame. I want like a Scottette. <laughs> I want <laughs> I want to have uh, Tiffany. Would you be a Tiffany? <laughs> Look at Kay Kazumi calling me out. Look at that. Look what he says right there. Scots have political what? opinions without doing any research. Wow. Uh, hey, there you go. Uh, a, that's not true. And B, I see you. I see you, Kay. <laughs> I, think, I think Tiffany, Tasha, Teresa. Hmm. Tasha? Uh, Tasha. My name is Tanya. <laughs> Tabitha. Um, I could do like Tanya, like this lady. Hold on. Let's play her. Remember Tanya? My name is Tanya. Hold on, I'm going to find it. I love her. Okay, here she goes. This will be me. My name is Tanya. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Feels like like the intro to Real Housewives or Bachelorette or something like that. Look at Kazumi's answer to my thing. Jury calls him out all the time. Uh No, he doesn't. What do you mean calls me out? He never never once has he said to me, You have a political you opinion you didn't do any research about. He doesn't ever say that to me. He calls you out for other things, but not for that. No, that's dumb. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh Terry, maybe. And then I would uh Terry. uh I cut all my fingers would Trumpina off. Be a- I'd have two fingers. You'd call me two finger Terry. That's what I want. I want a mafia name. <laughs> two finger Terry. Nice. Two finger Terry. Yep. That's what I want. Please tell me how you got your nickname, Two Finger Terry. Because you only have two fingers, or is it something you can do with those two fingers? Oh, I didn't think about that implication. Um, yeah. Hmm. I mean, we used to call, that's why we called Rainer, uh, Jim Rainer in uh, Heroes of the Storm, we called him Two Button Terry because of all the characters, he had two ability buttons and, and not three like mm. everyone else. Okay. So we called him Two Button Terry. So that, that fits pretty well. But if you call somebody Two Finger Terry, that's you could jump to some conclusions, you know. Yeah, not, yeah not, absolutely. Yes. Not nice conclusions about what I, what the two <laughs> fingers are about. <laughs> and is it like the the shocker? Oh, I guess that's three fingers. Is the shocker? Never mind. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on. I love it. Okay, Kazumi says. Kazumi says I am now cornering them. No, you're well. You're, and and jury actually jumped in the chat and said, "No, I don't." <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He's never done that. Not once. No. They call you up for other things, but not for not oh, for not sure. doing research. We have that's, plenty that's of arguments, you, but usually yeah, you definitely do research. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Kazumi may. Well, whatever. Email me. Yes. We'll have All a right. chat. Back to back to what Vanessa's do. Vanessa, no, Vanessa. Uh, <laughs> anyway, no, they're going to do a bunch of these. Here are some options: Siphon Filter, Twisted Metal, Bloodborne. These could be shows. Something with Sackboy or Astrobot, uh, who's that new pack-in game character, which uh, probably has some some legs to it. Anyway, that could be interesting. PlayStation mm-hmm. Productions, you know. Nintendo's got some movies in the works as well. Got an, a uh, Crash Mario. Bandicoot. Uh, can we get a Crash Bandicoot uh, TV show? Cartoon? It's no longer a Sony exclusive, so I don't know. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Man. That's on everything now. There's a new version of that game, actually. A new a new Bandicoot game that's actually really good, but you can get it anywhere. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I'd rather see. Like, I would love to see a Halo movie if Microsoft ever got off their butt and got that worked out. Uh, I would love to mm. see... An Uncharted movie, which is being filmed, so I guess we'll get that it's chance finally. Yeah, love to see. Um, yeah, why is it being filmed? Why isn't it being filmed with Nathan Fillion though? I mean, just feels like because he's old now. I think. Well, okay. If I you, ten years ago, when they should have done it, they they had it. They could have done it. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know. I don't think he can Nathan Drake it as well as he used to be able to. Yeah, Tina right. said that. Um, 
Oh God, I'm for, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. No, uh, Mando. Um, oh, uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal looks like Nathan Fillion after a fight. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying he's all puffy because he got punched a lot in the face. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think Pedro Pascal is a very handsome gentleman. Don't right. No, wrong. no, no. I, I think I, Tina thinks that as well, but uh <laughs> No, I get it though. I get it. That's very good. That might be my favorite <laughs> thing I've heard today. Well done, Tina. Uh my name is Tina. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> we're gonna uh take a break. When we come back, Jury will be here. Uh I'm sure he'll be here to call me out for some research I didn't do. That's oh, gonna be exciting. Sure, yes. Uh, I want to find out what's going on with this changes to the out. stimulus bill. I want to find out uh, what the latest is on the Georgia runoffs. And also I want to find out why he really, really liked Wonder Woman. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can we lead with that? Because I mean, that, that it feels seems like, like it's going to take a while to unpack. It, uh, it's it's a lot. So I, I think what we'll do is quickly address those first two and then get right <laughs> to the meeting, uh, right to the meat yeah. of, the, uh, of the issue. So that's all coming up soon. Uh, watch for that right after this song selection by Brian Ibbett Industries. Oh, I'm loving this already. This is uh, this is a brand new band called Phantom Electric uh, out of Atlanta, and um, they're they've got um, just out, right off the bat, kind of remind me of Queens of the Stone Age, a little bit of Nine Inch Nails, maybe a little bit of uh, Rage Against the Machine. Anyway, um, they have a brand new album called Modern Culture. Uh, actually they began, David, they began in 2013. So they're not a brand new band, but they have a brand new album. Mm. Um, Nick Whitson, who is the, uh, one of the the founders of the band was actually in another Atlanta based band called alchemy. And then they, uh, left that to become the first uh, version of phantom electric in 2015 with, uh, producer Christopher Sampson. Anyway, this is great stuff. Here is the song modern culture from the album, modern culture by phantom electric. Don't question, don't think It's the American 
let's talk about Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes. Been with us for a long time. Really like these guys with Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. You can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS Priority Mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services? That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, and save five cents on every first-class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of SimPro online from Pitney Bowes. You think you'll want to change your name? Ned? No, not the Ned part, unless you want to. Hey, bitch, bitch, bitch. The Morning Stream. Strong enough for a man, but made for Brian Ibbett. Vanessa. <laughs> I mean, Vanessa Ibbett isn't that bad of a name. It's pretty It's not bad, bad Vanessa Ibbett. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't do... We, as we've found with, um, uh, with you know, names in my family, it's more difficult to end a name with a vowel mm. before Ibit, like Tina Ibit. Tina Ibit. Ah, you gotta, no. you gotta, you gotta really space it. Tina Ibit. Tina Ibit. To Nibit. Tina. Yeah. Tina Ibit. Yes. Uh, I, uh, mm, interesting. And I want that T. Yeah. I was thinking. I hadn't think about the combo with Johnson. So if I did something with a T, uh-huh. Terry Johnson. Oh, I don't. You can do, yeah. I mean, Johnson works pretty well because it's a. You can do a a consonant or a vowel ending. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that works. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, we are going TMS with Scarlett and Vanessa. There you go, Skywalker. Scarlett. Scarlett Johnson. That's not bad. Scarlett Scarlett Johnson. Joe Joe (laughs) Johnson. Scarlett. There'll be no confusion whatsoever <laughs> yeah. between any other. No, no other Scarlett people. Jays. No, we could call you Scojo for short. Sure, people do I that now. We call you Scojo for yeah. short. Yeah, people already do it. Oh, it's Scarjo is her nickname, right? Oh, Scarjo. Scojo is uh, somebody else. Scott Johnson. Yeah. Well, somebody else though. Uh, uh, who is it? There's another actor or actress that does oh, that. Oh, really? The, the Scojo. Oh, Flojo. Flo- I don't know I about think a Scojo. What it is. I thought there was another Scojo. I can't think of it. Ah, it's gonna annoy. It's gonna annoy me. All right. Here's the the other thing. Um, real quick, my daughter and I had the conversation yesterday. I wouldn't call it an argument, but it was a conversation we had where she said to me, and then so I want to. I know we've got some some trans folk and 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 others in the chat who may have a better <laughs> idea on this than I'm getting. Trans folk. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, trans people who are trans. Yes. There you go. It's, I, I know, yes, exactly. uh, so here's what she said. She said, Dad, you should on your Twitter po- file profile put uh, he, him. 
And I said, well, it was there some confusion. And she goes, she goes, no, but people will appreciate that you state your pronouns you prefer because that in part helps normalize it for everybody to just be more cognizant of the sure. people's preferred pronouns, which I'm all for, of sure. course. Makes sense. But right? I didn't, under, you... but I said to her, I said, you really think it's going to make any difference if I do it? And she was like, yes, because you're a person of influence in some small way. And therefore, those who influence would be it would be a good thing. And I said, well, don't you think with this back and forth about whether people would think it, it felt pandering or it felt mm-hmm. disingenuous or, or whatever people may take from it. And sure. I still really don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I do. She's got a very good point. I didn't think about that. But that just that isn't uh, it does help normalize it so that it's not like. Oh well, you know, only the people who want to present with a, uh, a non cisgender identity um, are going to do this. Yeah, but this this does help make it a little bit more acceptable, or not acceptable, but a little bit more mainstream, or a little bit more sure. Um, so the people are just more. I don't know. Maybe they're just more mindful of like, oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I shouldn't assume stuff about people I either don't know mm-hmm. or you know whatever. People maybe mm-hmm. seem different to me at first, and I don't know how to what to call them or whatever. So I totally get it. But yeah. she was like. Do it, Dad. Do it. In fact, today she'll probably tell me again. So maybe I'll do it. I don't know. There you go. I don't know. But what if I want pronouns like it and (laughs) Lord on high or something? You know, the the they and them is, that's common. And that's, that's a, it's a, it's a difficult one for me. Not, I don't want to use the word difficult, but it's a hard, it's a hard one for me to, switch to right like yeah. you know knowing the he and him or the she and her but the they and them it feels like there's times where where it's hard to reference 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 them as a they yeah. or as a them but um i'm gonna anyway, do yeah. i'm gonna do lord chancellor slash uh <laughs> oh, <geez>. uh <laughs> no i don't know what i want but anyway that's the fun thing <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll put Scarlet slash Scott. We're starting to push toward that Scarlet thing. So, uh, yeah, yes, no, I'm not going to mock it, you guys. Don't worry. That's, that's why I'm ask, yeah. asking. That's the point is I, I wonder mm-hmm. if I would even make an impact. Would it matter oh, yeah. if I did? Yeah, and, and, and no, he wouldn't do it jokingly. That, no. That would be exactly. Yes. <laughs> Let's not make assumptions in the chat room. Okay. Right. Right. Let's not become like a certain name. I won't say. All right. I'm going to call Justin now. Wow. Wow. I'm going to call Justin. You mean Justin? No, not Justin. <laughs> Definitely not Justin. We're talking about Justin. Uh, but we are going to be talking not only about him, but with him. And we're going to do it right now with the introduction of him with this introduction thing. These are their stories. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Welcome to the show. Justin Robert Young joins us from Oakland, California, each and every uh, Tuesday to discuss all things. Eh, we'll just say all things. Sometimes it's political, yeah, sometimes things. it isn't. Uh, yes. Sometimes it's just opinions about bad superhero movies, which we'll get to a little bit later. Uh, Justin, welcome to the program. How are you? Hell, hell of an intro, Scott. Yeah. Hell of an intro. <laughs> Way to set the table. Yep. Uh, I'm glad that we, uh, you know, just got a nice even <laughs> surface that we can now discuss uh, uh, internet hotspot arguments like politics and uh, female-centric movies. I'm glad that we're just starting from level zero and you didn't totally, for no reason, like totally apropos of nothing, just touched off a massive cultural issue uh, for no just kick that anthill just for laughs like uh, just look just to set up 
as if this segment isn't doesn't draw enough heat. Yeah. We have to start with that. We don't even oh, look. Jury, would you please do your research? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Look, I got earlier today we got accused of uh of uh you know, we got accused or, or I should say I we, well, yeah. I got accused <laughs> of a, uh, a certain level of ignorance plus opinion and that you often call me out on it but i don't think you're, that's ever you're, happened you're, uh, here's what you're about to get accused of reading the damn chat too much <laughs> do a show yeah, yeah no one no one's listening on podcasts which is by far your I, biggest audience and true. saying you want to know what i really wish you read the chat more yeah i, I really like, love uh, those i feel like i love those pauses that. yeah we cover that in uh episode one of america's next top podcaster don't yeah, read I think the we chat did, did i yeah. learn anything no I didn't learn a damn thing <laughs> from season one, episode one of ANTP, which you should sign up for. What? Today's the last day, Brian? Today's real quick? the last day. Okay. Yes. And uh, jury boy, he can, you can yeah. talk about really quickly. The, uh, the new prize that we're adding to the prize pack, which is already really cool and coming together nicely. But, uh, do you want to say what you're, yeah. What you're yeah. So, yeah. so dog and pony show audio, which is my fledgling emerging production company, uh, that is going to be where, Raise the Dead is is produced from and the new podcast that we just sneak peeked feature story uh, got a lot of cool stuff coming up in 2021 uh, we will develop an episode with you and you can either use that as a pilot for a show that you would like to take going forward you could do it make it a special episode of a podcast that you already do uh, but uh, you will work with me and uh, whoever else we need to uh, with the, the Through Dog and Pony Show audio to make that something awesome and special and and something that you can take away from this process beyond just uh uh, uh the, the the title itself very very, cool. very very cool i think that's awesome yeah. what a, what an awesome thing to win if you win uh so good luck uh with that whoever per, uh, participates may your fight be uh, uh wildly uh competitive valiant noble and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. noble uh-huh. all that stuff uh but let's get right to it uh the big issues on the table today for example um we might actually get the 2K after all for the uh, for the the stimulus bill change, and I don't know how much you know about that process or where well, things this are at. is. This is uh, uh, developing as we speak, uh, literally since you guys started recording. Both of the Republican uh, the senators in the Georgia runoff, they both agreed to do it, which that is is thought to be a little bit of a a bellwether on whether or not this will actually pass because Mitch McConnell and a lot of the Republican leadership are very invested in them winning uh that race because then they stay in the majority. So it looks like we might uh, uh and that was not something that was uh you know thought to be possible but it turns out uh, uh, Donald Trump's final uh, uh, act of, of chaos might actually end up in $2,000 falling into our laps instead of 600 Yeah, which would be, there are a lot of people I think that would really be good for. So mm-hmm. I hope uh, I hope that that uh, works itself out. Isn't it, it is an interesting position for people to find themselves in. Um, and it's also weirdly contradictory right now. Like uh, the Republican, House Republicans voted with a majority to override his veto of the defense spending plan, which I don't yeah, think anyway. that was about, I mean, but the stuff he <clears throat> wanted in the defense spending plan was, uh, he wanted to repeal section two thirty, which is what guides and uh, allows 
Facebook and Twitter to operate. So he was saying that that was national defense, which I think many people saw was a bit of a stretch. There was some other stuff in there that probably would have uh, 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 gotten a little bit more traction, at least with some of the Republican senators, like the renaming of uh, forts and stuff like that. That's a culture war issue sure. that plays a little bit better with the rank and file. But by and large, unless you are an extremely online person you have no idea what section 230 is and it is certainly not something that is as important enough to uh you know have the troops not get paid right okay so that makes sense uh and i'm uh, you know whatever i'm glad i'm, I'm glad to hear that that the we're not shutting down the government and and also the likelihood of that 2k for you know working americans who are struggling trying and, to make and, that, and that and that was apparently the detente negotiated by lindsey graham and other uh senate republicans uh with trump over the weekend okay well well was done. That, that that he would sign but they would push for this in the senate okay so there you go uh Georgia runoffs. Where are we at with those? Just as a quick check in here. Are we uh, we're, we're uh, there. well, they're still going to happen on January 5th, uh, January 4th. Trump will go down there for his second rally, which I did not think we would necessarily see. Uh, uh, you got a lot of people that are heading down there, including myself. I will be oh. uh, down there covering it for politics, politics, politics. But uh, uh, the odd thing about it is that right now, we have very little idea on exactly what's happening because there's not a lot of of polls <laughs> that are there. Uh, uh, it, it seems as if uh, the the big pollsters, which were pretty consistently off for at least the Senate races uh, and certainly in some of the presidential state polls, are just kind of sitting this one out. There's there's uh, a few local television stations and uh, Trafalgar and Emerson are, I think, the only two uh, national polling outfits that are there. But it looks like a fairly close race, and and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. Wow. Do, you think, uh, do you think it'll have a measurable impact uh, to have them there again on the uh, Republican side? Because up till now, there's been you know kind of a weird split of don't vote for them. They're <clears throat> you know the 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 Republicans in the state didn't do what we needed them to do in the election. So therefore screw him, whatever. And then he's even kind of been back and forth. And then now he's like, no, we got to win. If we don't win, it's the country's at stake or whatever. Do you think well, I mean, he's shredded the governor. He's, he's taken it out on the governor and their secretary of state. Yeah. Uh, in his first rally, he was very, I mean, about as, as on message as, as one can be, if your name is Donald Trump about how everybody needs to go out there and vote for Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, we would presume that he will do something, you know, even more dialed in if he's coming back, because that's something that he might not necessarily want to do right now. Right. But also I think part of him, I mean, the Scott opinion time, I think he just likes he likes crowds and he likes them yelling mm -hmm. Yahoo for him and wearing his red hats. And I think he's stoked just to do that. Yeah. Again. But, but he could do that anywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If he, if he wanted to do, if he wanted to have a rally, he could do it in Alabama and it would, it would get, a you know, he could probably fill the football stadium and he would do a backflip and everybody would clap. Right. Yeah. Like that would, that would just be that this is him dialing into the political sphere uh, and trying to make a difference for the Republicans, which is interesting, like you mentioned, because he doesn't exactly have the best relationship with some of the Republican leadership right now, including 
uh, Mitch McConnell, who yeah. is going to ultimately control the fate of this $2,000 proposition. All right. Now, just a side note, I would pay up to $500 to watch Donald J. Trump do a backflip, like a physical backflip. <laughs> I would love to have see you, that. Have you seen, there was a thing on TikTok for a while that was like uh, showing you in like four steps how to learn how to do a flip. No. Like, yeah, it was like, like you have to like learn how to do like a somersault or get really used to doing a somersault. And then it's basically just like, a jumping somersault or something like that. Could you do? Have you tried this? Have you given them this a Hell shot? Hell no. <laughs> do you have to film yourself doing all four I steps? I, for I live in I live in a very very urban life these days. I, mm. I just I just kind of uh, uh, walk around Oakland and like drink beer and, <laughs> and listen to unfinished podcast. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. I like I like where you're at. All right, now to the meat of the day, the important stuff, the fruit that yeah. was higher higher up on the tree, a little harder to reach, but now we're pulling it down. Uh, most of the world is a solid meh when it comes to the latest Wonder Woman film, Wonder Woman eighty four or WW eight four, and uh, uh, except for our good friend Justin Robert Young, who I uh, have read uh, constant or everything I've read from you has been nothing but positive. And the opposite of meh. And so I'm just curious why you think that movie is uh, great and why we're all wrong. I don't hate it, but I was real like mediocre on it. I came away going, eh, it wasn't that great. So why are we wrong? Because you I'll- would consider us friends, right? Scott? Oh, yeah, totally. We're pals. <laughs> we're we're like pals. friends. Yeah, like friends. you have my number. You could text me if you'd like, or you could DM oh, yeah. me, or like, yeah, there's, anytime. There's no shortage of lines of communication. So why is this now the second week in a row in which you've had a very strong opinion or at least projected that I had a very strong opinion about something for which, like, I don't think that the receipts necessarily bear that out. Well, okay, so I will I would point to uh, your Twitter timeline where you've made multiple comments about why you think that thing is great in direct opposition of people like uh, Bryce. Okay, I said I liked it. Okay, I'd say it was great. Okay. These are two different things. In fact, if you actually read my Twitter timeline, then you would see that I called it things like an overstuffed mess, which it is. I can't believe anybody watched that two and a half hour movie and said, wow, no fat. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Ship it. This is this is great. No additions (laughs) or subtractions. That's all we need. Yeah, Um, you're right. You didn't do that. I'll give you that. Uh, But you can say here, let me quote one. Let me give you let me give you an example. All right. So Justin says, oh, whoops. Hold on. Yeah. What I'm saying, Scott, is that you didn't do your research. And I'm <laughs> I, you know. I know. I was like, oh, no, is this going to like flare all this up again? After all that earlier, after all my denials, yeah. you're literally Boom. having a moment. Gotcha. Yeah. Headshot. Well done. You did it. All right. Well, tell me why I'm wrong to think it was so mediocre and you think it's better than that then. How about oh, that? look! Number one, I I don't care whether or not people like it or not. Mm. Uh, uh, you, I certainly the movie I saw, I, I could certainly see why people wouldn't like it. it. It's it's not exactly a particularly coherent movie, nor does it necessarily fit in the same mold as the first Wonder Woman movie. But then again, I thought the first Wonder Woman movie was like competent. 
And and I will I will say now maybe a scotch overrated mm. because the, the 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 third act is you know not only very 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 trite uh, superhero movie it ends with a big monster and there's a bunch of fire around the monster and the hero is punching the monster and you don't really know how or why it's going to end. It's just like when they're done punching and throwing things at each other, <laughs> like maybe it'll end. But then also they're directly ripping off Captain America. First Avenger where a Chris is in a plane and then sacrifices himself to save the world. Mm. Um, like, uh, uh, so I, I, I liked it though. I, I really did. I, I, I liked the first one woman. I just think it's coach overrated. This one was something that uh, is very, very, very different. Mm. And I appreciated it in this la- in this late stage superhero phase that we're in. Mm. I liked it for the fact that it's a superhero movie that I don't think we'll ever see again. It is a one of one. Nobody else is going to ever green light. Let's do a movie about wishes. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. let's make let's make a a a multi billion dollar bet on the wish idea. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think that's ever going to happen again. And I thought that the acting uh, uh, carried it for me. Uh, I will I will agree with you. I thought that uh, I'm, I'm part of that. I I thought that Gal Gadot Godot rather uh, her performance was actually kind of subtle and great. I really liked it. Uh-huh. Uh, it. I thought it was better than the first one, where she was just a little bit blank to me. And in this one, she was a lot better. So that stood out. Kristen Rigg, Wig was great, yeah. even though I don't know that her her thread was was all that well handled. Her her performance and conversion from nerd girl at the geo geological whatever place they worked. I guess it was the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian, <laughs> you know, the Smithsonian. <laughs> it uh, wasn't. It wasn't the like Department of Funny Walks. <laughs> it was the Smithsonian. Scott. Right. 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 You're right. <laughs> Uh, but that, but that, you know, that, that stuff, she's great. I like her a lot. Um, I just felt like everything was over long and weird. Your exact quote on Twitter that jumped out at me was this reply to, uh, Archo, Archio Astro on Twitter. You said, I loved it for the same reasons. I loved Aquaman, just a massive bloated movie stuffed with a bunch of logic that only makes sense in that universe. You stand by those words, I, say, I, I assume. You like that. Uh, does that read like a rave to you? No, it, it does it reads not. Like, no, a it massive like... bloated movie? Is that normally <laughs> what, what people, when, they, when they're discussing The Godfather, do well, they say, the, what a massive bloated movie? But the rave, the rave part is you saying, I loved it. That's the first three words in the thing. I loved it. You loved it. Right? Do you love it? Or no? I'd love, yeah, I love a lot of things. All right. Well, that's yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm full of love, Scott. Yeah. I've got a lot of love to give. It's leaking all over the place. Not, you're not all out of love. Yeah. No. We're, we're so lost. I might have. That also came at the end of a Christmas day for which <laughs> it may have been a few pops. Um, uh, I see. I see where it comes from. Well, that's all right. I mean, whatever. Do you think uh, so? There's they've greenlit a third, so must they must care enough about the franchise to keep? Oh, it going? that's a fake thing. That's oh, a it fake is. Thing. Oh, really? Oh, no. This is something that uh, my buddy Andrew Main uh, has has been on since the '90s. Like since uh, uh, the internet existed, and movie studios realized that a certain kind of audience could be assuaged by a press release. The move is you announce that. A, a movie, a sequel has been greenlit when a movie has mixed reviews uh, because it doesn't matter. Like, nothing in Hollywood works like that. Like, they're going to wait to see exactly how much money 
it makes, where it makes the money, and then when they're deciding what movies get made in six months to a year, they're going to decide, okay, well, exactly how much budget do we have for it? Can we get the star and director for that amount of money? And then they're going to make that decision. So this is basically just a a, a press release. Interesting. Like okay, because yeah. it is, I mean, like, here's the, the, the Los Angeles Times saying it, and they said, following the success of Wonder Woman 1984, Warner Brothers announced yeah. plans to expedite development of the third installment of the franchise, and they give a bunch of details, and Patty Jenkins is going to be there again, and blah, blah, blah. And you're saying that well may be true, but this isn't proof that it's true. The proof is the money in the long run, and that can always change. They just do this to pump up current current watching and current you know trips to the movie theater. I mean, even it. if it's you know for sure, like we know for sure that there's gonna be another Avengers movie. <laughs> but yeah. after Endgame came out, did we get a press release saying new Avengers movie? <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Right. MCU is greenlit or, or yeah. Disney has greenlit a new Avengers movie. No, <laughs> because they know that, you know, don't uh, need to. well, because yeah. also it's like all this means is that now if and when this movie doesn't make the kind of money that they that they wanted to or there's new leadership at. Warner Brothers and they have a problem with Patty Jenkins or Patty Jenkins mm. wants too much control or money and they have to replace Patty Jenkins on the movie then it'll be like Patty Jenkins uh, pursuing uh, other things instead of Wonder Woman 3 or whatever sure. like sure. like they, they, this is just them saying I'm sure Patty Jenkins has it in her contract that she has she's down for another one and so they can say that contractually everybody should be coming back uh, but I don't think that this makes it any more or less likely that we will a get a sequel or b that Patty Jenkins will come back. She got the um, she's got that Rogue Squadron deal, so um, who knows that could oh, take really? Yeah, how much time that takes, or if that has any impact on whether she sticks around as director, or if this is even like you said, if it even happened. That's interesting. Now I'm going to look at this yeah. differently. Every time someone announces a, a sequel, like they well, just notice <clears throat> notice it always happens with movies that have mixed reviews, mm, right? Interesting. Mm -hmm. Right around the release of the right around the release, because then yeah. you know you uh, and Andrew actually explained this. He, he, he put it to words in his in his Twitter. Uh, so go to a, at Andrew Main. But uh, one when word of mouth is being affected by the fact that people don't like the movie, people can say, "Ah." Eh, how bad can it be? They're making a sequel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is, I'd never thought of this, but that sounds like a pretty good strategy. Like it probably works. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, fair enough. And also what, uh, what, like what good does it do? If it was real, if it was hundred percent locked in, I'm yeah. starting to question everything here. What good did it do to tell me? You know what I mean? Like, what did it do? Did it make me go? Oh, you know what it did do? It made me go, Oh, it must have done. All right. Mm -hmm. Even though I thought yeah, it was well, bad, did all right. So, I mean, uh, understand this. Everything in Hollywood is stage managed yeah. up to and including all the press stuff. Yeah. Right. So like I've known people are been involved in television shows for which the shows are done. Right. Yeah. They're finished. It's over. Yeah. It's long been locked and everything. But nobody can say anything about it until the trailer comes out because they want to maximize their maximize their, their, their push. Right. So what does it say about the health of a franchise that the studio thinks that it needs that push now Yeah. while the second movie is coming out? Yeah. Think about yeah, that. Think about man. that. Yeah. That's uh, how they get but, you. 
<laughs> but yeah, I I I like I like the movie, and I actually like Kristen Wiig's arc. I, I thought that it was a very again, it, this is the kind of thing that I don't think uh, you're going to see in a lot of other superhero movies. With by the which by and large are, are fairly testosterone driven. Mm-hmm. Uh, that like Kristen Wiig's arc was, I'm a nerd girl who gets to be special, and now I'm going to beat up. Uh, uh, I'm going to beat up the hero, not because I hate the hero or I want the hero to be dead or I'm just a crazy power mad bitch, but because I don't want to be a nobody anymore. Right. Like that, that I thought was a, a, was, was, was a cool arc. And then also she beats up a, a, a rapist in a park. Well, actually, technically she beats up a rapist in the white house when she Mm -hmm. beats up wonder woman, because that body guy who Chris Pine is in definitely did not consent to whatever the hell they did in that apartment. That's a very good point. Yes. And thought about that till just now. So thanks for that. So um, she beats up a sexual assaulter in the park. Right. Uh, uh, she beats up a rapist in the White House. Right. Well done. Which, again, we'll leave that one there. Hey, uh, real quick here. Uh, one note. Oh, gonna... sorry, Scott. You want to go back to whether or not you want to mock pronouns? <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's what I want to do. I wanted to mention. Oh, now you may forget. What was I going to say? It was about the movie and it was a thing. Oh, I have the pro. I have this problem that Brian Ibbett has with time travel movies. I have with movies where any part of the plot deals with people's wishes being fulfilled. <laughs> yes, um, that never works for me because my brain immediately says, "Well, just wish for more wishes, or wish don't wish to be the stone itself. Wish to have this power of the stone constantly with you. Like get more complex and smart with your wishes." And if people actually did that, it'd all fall apart. And also, there are enough people in the world when he's on the TV telling them all to make a wish. There are people who are so going to make the worst possible wishes, there's no coming back from them. Like, mm-hmm. I just know all of that's true. So that wish thing breaks for me almost immediately as yeah. a trope in a film. I can't do it. Like, it's just dumb. So for me, that that was well, It's magic. But then again, that's but your your problem is magic plots. Yeah. Like there's and 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 when I say magic plots I I mean that unless you are setting very firm rules within your magical plots so it's like oh well I can turn into a werewolf but only when it's a full moon or I can mm-hmm. uh, shoot fireballs but only when I eat fiber or whatever like and and so therefore you have uh, uh, boundaries on it, then it can break. And ultimately, that's historically been my problem with like Superman movies mm-hmm. because they never really set good boundaries for his magic. Right. Right. Like, it's always right. like, oh, uh, Superman can't move this heavy thing. And then he like squints and like goes, <laughs> and he moves the heavy thing. Right. And it's like, all right, well, what? What happened? Did or, he do or another or heavier or thing like, somewhere else? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. right. Or or yeah. Uh, or yeah. the heavy thing has a speck of kryptonite on it, and now he can't move it. Mm-hmm. Like the well, kryptonite. Yeah, exactly. But then, like he like squints harder, and he moves it anyway. Yeah. It, it's it's uh, uh, but but yeah. So this is a movie that you have to go. And I will say this: I'll admit this. I read on the internet a script leak about this movie, mm. so I was prepared for it to be this crazy I wish for crazy things movie. Mm, mm. And so I went in understanding that it was going to be that. And I feel like I was able to enjoy it on a a, a, a different level than if a, I had gone in really loving the first wonder woman. And I'm like, wow, this feels totally different than the first one or like, wait for real yeah. wishes. 
Wishes, huh? Uh-huh. That's what we're doing the entire time? <laughs> Wishes? Oh. Did that guy consent? Why did they have a body there? Yeah. I don't think that, yeah, that's I mean, that's there, there, is, an R. there is something to like about careful what you wish for. You might just get it. Like that concept of a wish. Oh, they start calling it a monkey paw halfway yeah. through because yeah. they're like, mm-hmm. ah, too many words and trying to explain Jim and uh, maybe trickster God, not Loki, different universe, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but another one. And uh, monkey paw. Can we all agree monkey paw? Yeah. We all know monkey paw. Yeah. It's a monkey paw, yeah, right? It's a monkey <laughs> Not paw. Not a real monkey paw, metaphorical monkey paw. <laughs> it's Pandora's box. It's a million things. It's just, it's that concept. And there's something to that. And I always, I appreciate the lessons in, in that, but. Well, no, Pandora's box is just don't. Well, I guess it is. It is. Just don't get into open, this thing. They, they cracked it open. Right. It's like, but then again, no, because it wasn't like that dude gets coffee at the beginning. And if it had just stopped there, it'd be fine. Right. <laughs> that dude would just like vomit up his coffee later in the yeah, day. Yeah, no, you're right. But, 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 but that there's some, you can have some fun moral quandaries with that concept. It's just, it works better in kids' cartoons. It works better than in like Disney's mm-hmm. Aladdin than it does in this thing where we're supposed to sort of also go oh we're in dc and we're uh, oh one notable thing though this movie isn't um dc famous from fake cities right like gotham and you know mm-hmm. all that yep. Metropolis. Yep. yep yep this one didn't do that at all it was like hey no we're... just in dc and yeah. egypt yeah uh hmm. although also it's like you know, there's a lot. There are some politics to this movie, specifically because Gal Gadot mm-hmm. uh, is a, uh, as Israeli women are, uh, uh, you go to the IDF, their military. Yeah. Uh, and, and so there is an element there that like, okay, so Max Lord, who's from a South American country, mm-hmm. but not chile where the americans led a coup in the 80s around this time uh-huh. and he goes to the middle east but it's not really the middle east it's egypt yeah. and he wishes for something that would almost certainly be a palestinian israeli thing about like give me back my land uh, uh but it's definitely not the uh, israeli uh, palestinian thing and uh, uh, but then they also just work in like the troubles in the UK and they're just like, screw you, you Irish bastard. Like, mm-hmm. I hate you, English son of a bee. And mm-hmm. they uh, yeah, it's it's a weird movie. And then fake Reagan. I loved like, <laughs> I'm not Reagan. I'm not Reagan. I'm just a guy who's doing a bad Reagan impression. Ah, 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 I'm fake Reagan. Yeah. Ah. They never called him fake, right? Or they never referred to him as Reagan ever. But. No, they did. They walked in. That, was, that you might have missed it, yeah. but he said, oh. uh, if if you were watching it at home, he uh, he goes, uh, Mr. President, fake Reagan, and he's like, Yes, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. He wasn't the best Reagan imposter or impressionist I've ever seen. Well, he's not even supposed to be Reagan. He's just mm-hmm. like a weird. Like they left Reagan in the microwave too long, yeah. and he just like came out and started arguing with a uh, um, um, Mandalorian. Yeah, it's it's weird. And Claire Gack wondering what how the heck we're, we've gotten to this part. It's set in 1984, hence the 90, the 84 part. Uh-huh. It was all. Yeah. Know. Oh, by the way, spoilers. I just spoiled half the movie. But to be honest, <laughs> you're you, it doesn't matter. No, this is an unspoilable movie. No. If you're going the things you're going to like yeah. are the character moments. And if, if you look at it as more of like a weird contemplation of 
Diana Prince's character. Yeah. Like, I, I think that there is some very interesting stuff because she does reprehensible things in the movie. Yeah. Like sure. her main uh, uh, arc in the film is like, can I stop doing awful, truly morally reprehensible things when you actually break down what what her her role is? Yeah. Um, and it's like, if you think about that of like, okay, well, if she's a god, which she is essentially, and she has the same kind of like apply some of those like Anne Rice, like, oh, vampires are the loneliest creatures because all everybody, even the the moral ones, like everyone they ever know is just going to live and die. And they live in this this awful uh, uh, hellscape. And that is Wonder Woman. And she's heartbroken from the one time she fell in love. Like, is she willing to justify such inhumanity, including rape, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to keep herself in, uh, uh, in, in, in a cocoon? Yeah. Like, like that's an interesting idea. Now, it ain't exactly for the kids, <laughs> nor is it necessarily a, a movie that's going to inspire young girls around the world to buy the, uh, a new toy with the armor they show for five seconds. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was interesting to me on, on Christmas, uh, Christmas night. Mm. Yeah. That's when we watched it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, all right then we've broken it down, uh, as best we can. And we hope everyone enjoyed wonder woman, 1984. Uh, all right, Justin, it's a new year coming up. The next time yes. we talk to you here, it'll be a whole new year. Is there anything between now and 2021 you'd like us to know or watch or listen to before that comes? Uh, sure. So politics, politics, politics. Well, number one, yeah. If, if you didn't listen to, um, uh, uh, my new show from dog and pony show audio feature story, uh, then go check that out. That came out last Wednesday. Uh, it is a new concept where I take a long form feature article, a magazine style article, uh, work with the author and, make it into a audio book plus 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 tile presentation, including some of the original audio that was recorded when the reporter was out there doing it. The initial episode uh, is a biography or sorry, a, a bio on uh, Jordan Peterson, the controversial uh, clinical psychologist and political lightning rod. Uh, go ahead and check that out either in its own feed feature story, which also features an interview with the author who is my co-creator on the entire series uh, and then uh, this Friday on uh, New Year's Day, we have uh, the end of our campaign Undertaker series. Uh, this We've done one for every candidate that has uh, uh, exited the race from 2019 all throughout this year. <laughs> and, wow. uh, and now we only have one more campaign to take. That's going to be the entire episode. Just the campaign undertaker, my final eulogy for Trump 2020. That's this Friday on the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast. Wow. Sounds like a a not miss. So check that out. Justin Robert Young. He is Justin R. Young on Twitter. Justin, have a fantastic week. We'll see you later. Happy New Year. Bye. See you, Jerry. The jury will now retire for the year. Ah, shit. You got me again. The jury will now retire. You always remember. I always forget. What is that about? Why do I do it? All right.
that's the show. Thank you all for being here, for listening, for hanging out. Uh, it's good times. We're gonna we're gonna jump it's into the following uh, the new year with gusto. But before we do that, we have one more episode tomorrow, and then Thursday right. in the morning, normal TMS time, we're having a play date, and Brian and I are gonna play Among no. Us for the no, first not time. on Thursday, on Friday. Friday is what I meant to say. New Friday Year's Day, yes. <laughs> new Year's Day, not New Year's Eve. Exactly. Please allow me to interrupt. Uh, yeah, Friday for sure. Uh, Friday, nine a.m. Mountain Time. We're gonna play Among Us. We've never played it. We're gonna play it. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to figure out uh, some some um, listeners have emailed us because we do want audio for this. So we're going to figure out a way to do, I think, maybe the Discord, the uh, the Frog Pants, like joining the Frog Pants Discord and we'll pull you into audio there, maybe. Yep. yep. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, we can totally do that. Because okay. do you want to? I forget how it works. Do you want you want to have people in audio for sure, or do you want to? Yeah, there's even like there's a uh, if you get the Steam version, which I think we both bought. Yeah, there's a a way to do proximity chat where you can only hear the people who are directly around you. Oh, like Phas Phasmagoria or whatever it's called, Phasmophobia. That game. <laughs> that's another that. one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that's cool. We could try so, that. I like that idea. Proximity yeah. audio listening. Yeah, um, so if you if you want to, uh, the person who, I think they sent us a link, or maybe I put a, I gave you a link, I can't remember, but um, uh, but but look around for the the plugin if you're up for that sort of if you're up for customizing it on your day off. <laughs> says as long as people play correctly and are quiet during the round, audio is easier. Okay, well then we'll do that. That'll probably be easier. All right, that's what they say in the chat. I don't know. I'll, and I'll, people I'll need to go to Steam and buy Among Us, which is like I on sale for. I install it. It's like three yeah. bucks right now. It's cheap. Hold on. I'm either going to install it on my PC here, or I'm going to use one of the PCs that I've been cleaning. Mm. <laughs> or you know what you could do, Brian? You can install. You can buy it on your PC, but still sit where you're sitting and just stream it to. Uh, that does do Steam Play or whatever it is. You can play any game you have on your PC on oh. your Mac. You just play it over your network, so it, it just plays it. Oh, I'm gonna do that. You should. That do sounds that. easy. Yeah, you should. Can do I do that? that? I can really do that. That's yeah. Awesome. So you run Steam on both machines, and what you'll see once you run it, or you you don't have to run it. You just have it open over there, and then on your mm -hmm. Mac, you open up Steam, and it'll say when you click on that icon or for that game, it'll say Stream, and you'll hit it, and it'll just run like normal. And it will be running in both places, but you're you're getting right. like a real time. You know, Stadia style stream over here. You should do that. Okay. Oh, I like that a lot. Actually, Claire is saying it's free on your phone. You can cross play on PC, Switch, and mobile. Really? That's true. For sure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also true. Um, belt right there, by the way. Um, then maybe I'll pick it up on Switch because I have my big Switch screen right there. Yeah, you can totally do that. I'll do that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Even though I've already bought it on Steam, I'll buy it on Switch. Yeah, either way, Steam Steam version be, right I'd now. I like that better than the than the than. Uh, tablet sure steam version right now is 399 so it's 20 percent off still on sale for the holiday sale so if you guys want to grab it there whoever you know if you want to play with us this is how you got to get it so get it somewhere and we'll play wait steam version switch version Very steam version all those versions are cross <laughs> so the switch version can play with the steam people is that what you that's said that's what that's what claire is saying yeah PC, i know the switch phone can I know the phone can, but I wasn't sure about the switch. Okay, if that's true, a, all room codes work on either platform. Claire says, and right, we have lots but, of confirmation. But that audio, <laughs> my username must be Vanessa. <laughs> that that proximity chat thing only works on PC, though. So if we're gonna uh, if we're gonna have people on multiple account types, we have to we'll have to come up with something else. 
Oh, I thought we would just use Discord and people could mute themselves when the rounds are going on. Yeah, that's true. Because isn't that the deal? I really, I swear to God, I don't know how the game is played. I watched a minute of a YouTube thing. Yeah. And I'm so confused by what the purpose and what we're supposed to do. Yeah, so, I have no idea. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should learn a little bit about it before, so we don't spend the first part of Friday learning how to play the game. I don't know. People recommend, give us recommendations if you're a, if you're an about us player or among us player. About us. <laughs> first, first, correct me on the name, <laughs> and then. Refer to him as yes, Vanessa. Okay, exactly, right. exactly. And then call me Vanessa. Um, I could talk to Jesse. He and I hang talk sometimes. I could ask Jesse Cox. Maybe he could tell me. He plays a lot. I don't know. Anyway, cool. whatever. Yes. We're going to play Friday is the point, and uh, we're going to look dumb while we do it. So be here and uh, be a part of it. All right, that's it. Frogpants.com slash TMS is our website. We'll be back tomorrow with more. If you haven't uh, yet decided to support us on Patreon for the month of December, there's still time. Patreon.com slash TMS. Get the cool rewards. Get them easy and get them cheap. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, why don't you play a song to get us out of here, please? I will do that. Jason Mensch wrote in and said, hey, Scotch and Bourbon. He actually sent these two exactly the same requests one day apart. And so mm. I don't know if he composed it on his on his computer and then copied and pasted. I don't know how he did it, but it's really cool. Anyway, Jason Mensch wrote in and said, hey, Scotch and Bourbon, it's that time of year where I throw out a birthday request. I'm turning 25 and can't wait to start forgetting about 2020. In honor of the worst year ever, I'd like to request Ring of Fire by Home Free. Daryl introduced this band to me via request of his own, and I went down a rabbit hole. Let's collectively throw 2020 into a ring of fire and start this decade over. Sure. Scott, I got an easy one for you. Can I get a Brian saying, yeah? Love the show, though. Yeah, I totally can. It's right here. Yeah. Here you go. There Look how go. quick Perfect. that was. It's right there. It's right next to my Gabe Simpson That's... no, and then you're the yes. So we have no. Yeah. See? So I can play them together. <laughs> That's how easy it is yeah. right there. Um, this is indeed uh, Home Free playing uh, playing <laughs> in their cover of uh, Ring of Fire. Originally done by Anita Carter, by the way. I mean, Johnny Cash, of course, has the definitive version, but Anita Carter released her version his his uh, daughter-in-law released her version before, uh, or stepdaughter stepdaughter mm. released her version before um, his. Mm. So okay. technically, Johnny Cash covered it as well. Sure. Uh, Ring of Fire by Home Free, featuring Avi Kaplan. Uh, yeah, is, this uh, features the guy from. Uh, um, oh my God, Pentatonix! I almost like said Technotronic. No, Supersonic. No. But uh, Pentatonics, the guy with a really, really deep voice, that's part of that band. From their album Crazy Life from 2014, here is Ring of Fire. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery Child, 
Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What the F are you doing in here? Hmm.